Welcome to the Second Chance Podcast, where we explore the deeper inner of the human psyche, find new ways to reinvent and invent ourselves for the better, for the wiser, for the more rational, and the happier and more contented. Here's the question up for debate. The question I have at the moment is. Is love enough? Is finding the secret juice, potion to capture the audience, to find resonance and and building a love foundation, which can in return create an atmosphere of tranquility and, and spiritual elevation? For example, a festival, a heartwarming festival with good drum beats and a good dance rhythm. That's a spiritual experience for anybody who's walked that path. There's definitely something happening in the soul that's worth exploring. So... Might we say, let's return to the 60s and enter a wonderful bliss of communal experience of some sort of divine element? That's a question to ask. Do we have an answer? Is there an answer to that? Let's explore this further. Let's find if it's true that this is the only path that will lead to divine excellence or revelation where we're better than the rest for isn't this about becoming better than everyone else if not what is this about the experience of self so why didn't the 60s lead to the 70s of, of foundationally transforming society? Why was it an experience to remember and not experience to be had to construct who we are and what we are? Why was it a, a moment of flash and not a transformative experience? And when I say transformative, I mean in the sense where it changes our structures of life, where we are not the same people that we were. So I ask these questions, not knowing if we're going to get to answers or if there is answers. For we cannot ignore the love. I too am a product of that experience and I see that as a memory that gave me the oomph of my my current energy. It speaks a language that's not intellectual. It's not even emotional. It's a language that you know, so now you know, and therefore you can do. But in my life in my day-to-day, in my real-time experience, how much of that, of those moments, 
translate to activism of a sort that that brings I don't know light wherever I go and right why can't we take a a member of the one in the festival that's experiencing the heightened sense of being why can't we take them and bring them to the city I mean it's so powerful just bring that energy and take that individual and put them in the city for them to proclaim that light. How much darkness in the city, how easy would it be for somebody to just do that? Yet we don't find that. We find the cities to be mundane and superficial. The city suffering from loneliness of any sort of courageous acts of heroicism of of the sort that builds empires, the sort that energizes humanity. So why is there a disconnect? It's not just a copycat, it's an experience. We had it. We all had it. It's true. Yet it doesn't lead to the finer tunings of real-time development, of true development. I'm talking about day-to-day, the mundane. I'm talking about the toothbrush in the morning. Because if toothbrush in the morning is not a transformative experience, then this is not enough. And then I ask the famous question, what is? What is enough? What can be that transformative experience? I say this with skepticism because I don't have the answers. I don't have the I don't have the path outward. I know that is true. I know the the festival experience, the communal dance. Hand in hand, the deepest of conversations, the finest of spirits, and for some the best of drugs. It's definitely a transformative experience, who would deny. But yet, the 60s led to the 70s, which led to the 80s, and the 90s, and the 2000s. Now we're in 2020. We don't see that explosive energy. Where did it get pushed to? Where did it end up? And more importantly, what did it build? So, is it false I don't want to say that why would I I'm, I'm a product as I said of that I've had my fair share of such experiences which taught me something about life so let's ask myself what did it teach me and then maybe I'll tell you what it can teach you what it taught me was that my vitality is based on your vitality and your vitality is based on mine We are in this together, whether we like it or not. That's what it taught me. And it also taught me that because we're in this together, you can build me like I can never. And I can build you like you can never. That's what that taught me. And it taught me a glow of life that nothing can parallel. But did it teach me how to live? Did it teach me sacrifice? Did it teach me 
to aim high and to be a, a better being? Did it teach me how to be a better being, more importantly? Did it teach me the, the balance of compassion and, and truth? Did it teach me how to be my own truth? Did it teach me all those things? Of course not, because it's not informative. It doesn't teach information. It teaches experience. But taking that experience to information, to be informed from the experience, well, who in society does that? And I beg you a deeper question, a much deeper question. Do we need the experience if we could just be informed? Why do we need the experience? If we, if we can just set standards, set goals, dissect, introspect to the truth of being, to the truth of society, then why do we need the experience? Why do we need the love? Why do we need the dance? Why do we need the art? And for this, I argue against, we need it. We need the arts. We need the humanities. Because informative is not enough. We need color. Because color stands stronger than the information within the color. We need the grandeur of experience. For if you sit in a shallow room, you're going to think shallow. doesn't matter how smart and how developed you are. The shallow room will limit your thought process. And if you sit in a large ballroom alone or with peers and you see the high ceilings and possibly wonderful architecture, golden arches, you see that your thoughts will be better. This is a fact for which we could test it. Each, each man and woman can test this and to find the truth. So then we need both. We need the arts and we need the informative. Can we do with one? but do it amazingly? Can we do arts, but do it formative, but well, taking in information with such, with such care that it almost adds color to it? Can we do one without the other? Can the art students sit in mathematics and can the math students sit in an art? Do they need to sit in in each other's class? These are questions. Questions I have not the answer. I hope you do. I hope you tell me what the answer shall be. I would be delighted. But for now, I must concur that you need both. For I've been in arts, but I wasn't informed. And I was informed, but I wasn't in the arts. I didn't experience my being in the information. While at the same time, I didn't experience the proper information while experiencing the fullness of my being. So what does this leave us with? Contradictory role of nature, where we're in argument with ourselves. 
summer of love, but at the at the same time, academic pursuits of development of knowledge relevant to the existence on this planet? I say yes. I say yes to both. How can it be done? It can. It can be done. It can be done spiritually and physically. But I don't I don't like those barriers of spiritual and physical. For there's nothing that tells us where one stops and one begins. So I rather call it a unification of parts. But that's the most simple to the most complex experience. I don't know where the parts start and end, but I know there's parts and I know there's unification. For for there's no unification, I cannot speak to you right now. And if there's no parts, I cannot speak a diversity of information. So I know those two things exist. More than that, I'm skeptical and so should you. Why play the definite role? Why be the definite? You can be ambiguous, and that's okay as long as you're careful in divesting away from away from goodness, away from truth, and away, away from honesty, or towards honesty. So I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer of love. I don't have the answer of truth who's going to take the cake I'm saddened by the millions of LSD trips which brought to no transformation of society and I'm saddened by the intellectuals of another generation of another regard who spoke to no one, or spoke to a small masses of which maybe affected through technology or through some information sharing, but did not affect the souls of the masses. With that brain power, the usage was so limited. So I guess we can cry for the intellectuals who never spoke to home and the the arts the experience of grandeur of being which never built their home lived in an ideal but didn't know how to implement or didn't care enough to implement I'm leaning to one side over the other. I'm leaning to the arts over the intellectual sphere. For I know that if you care enough, you will find the information that's needed to survive. But if you don't care, it doesn't matter how much information you've plugged into your system. The care will not envelop your soul. It might not even tug at you. So my hope is in the art student that recognizes that that experience is not to be forgotten, but to be built on. For if that experience was just an experience, then it's, it was in vain, and it should not have been done. 
it was a waste of an experience. It's sad because we want to say that just the the fullness of experience of being is enough. Just being mindful and aware and conscious of self is enough. To be mentally balanced is enough. But my argument is contrary to that. It's not enough. And if not, it's, if not developed, it's in vain. It's all in vain. Because where are the 60s now? Where can we see their mark on humanity? Where can their colors shine where we bear their fruit? We only find ourselves in a more decrepit situation. A false activism. And ideals that have turned ideology into a new profound element of the word. So what's it going to be? Is it going to be the summer of love, that communal experience, the dance, the song, the spirit, the soul, or the intellectual, the academia? A heartless scientist is no good feat. It's no wondrous occasion. And is a shame of human talent. For they study things that should not be studied and they don't use their minds where society needs them most. In fact, their own souls need them most. So I guess we'll leave it at that. On one side, you have love. And on the other, intellectual academia, sophistication, both relevant, both highly destructive, if not used together. I'm siding with the art. For if you care, as I mentioned, you will find the, the tentacles, even if they're against your nature, to bear fruit. Because you want that transformative experience to be everlasting. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want the summer of love to be forever? Do you really want it? So why haven't you made it happen? So maybe there was a few out of the many who've brought color to society and brought vitality to life, brought communal awareness of the value of the individual and the value of the divine element in the individual, the value of God on man and the ability of man towards God. So I leave you off with that because I don't have an answer. Thanks for listening, and if you would like to see the video version of this, check out my channel on YouTube.